It's Whitney. And Amanda. Welcome to Girls on Top. Hi, everyone. Hey, guys. Welcome back. We are here for you, and we have a really exciting topic. But first of all, Whitney, how was your week? What do you got going on for Memorial Weekend? Well, I'm excited to get away for the weekend. I love a long weekend. Hopefully have some nice weather heading out to the lake celebrating a friend's birthday tonight. So that should be fun. But my week has been kind of chaotic with my house trying to sell and stuff. The sale was canceled officially. So nobody talks about how stressful the process of selling a house is. That is so stressful. I feel for you. Honestly, fucking over it. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> but positive side, it is the time to like buy a house, sell a house because it's like warm weather and people right. like move in the summer. Yeah. Cool. So but, yeah. So if anybody is looking to move, please come by my house. I would love you forever. It is cute. Go buy her house. Please. I would buy it oh. if I lived closer. <laughs> yeah. You're a little too far away. Amanda yeah. and I live like five hours apart. Yeah, I know. Five hours. It's too far. Too far. We need to get a private plane. Oh, my God. Yeah. If anybody would like to volunteer their PJ for us, we would love that. I mean, taking requests. Anyone? (laughs) We'll just wait for it in our DMs. Drop in our DM. (laughs) My week has been. That's how we got kidnapped. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's crime podcast. Wrong one. Yeah. My week has been good. I'm going to Nashville for Memorial Weekend. So, I'm you know, so jealous. We record these a week in advance. Before, so, yeah. Before. So, today is Friday before Memorial Weekend. Yeah. So. I've never been to Nashville. I haven't either. I'm excited. I yeah. I've funny. heard it's so fun. Like, everybody always says it's the new bachelor bachelor or maybe more so bachelorette capital instead of vegas yeah people are saying it's like the new vegas without like all the gambling so yeah which is fine i'm not a gambler me neither i'm not a gambler at all and i have a friend that lives there and so we like i i i feel like typically when you see people go to nashville they have like the cowgirl boots and the hats and all the t-shirts that say like like, the total cowboy get up yeah and I'm like I'm like I'm not even packing anything like that I'm just packing like normal cute clothes because then I feel like I'll just stick out like a tourist like you'll know like okay she's visiting like I actually have a friend that's going to Vegas this weekend that's packing the cowgirl stuff because she's going to Garth Brooks oh that's different up for you in Vegas you guys just get a little swapsy and I am not a huge like country yeah when it comes to like music yeah Uh, so living in cowboy boots are cute though i think yeah and so trendy i want a white pair so bad i just ordered a black pair but don't have them yet but i think they're cute with like jean shorts absolutely that is kind of your vibe jean shorts and boots like tall boots. yes when i think that is like i feel like one of my signature looks it is such a go-to for me we were just having a conversation too before we hopped on here about like friends right now and we were talking about the oversized denim and how we both feel like we just cannot pull it off the oversized jeans denim yeah 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 yeah. shorts I feel like would be really hard it looks like I have a dick when I wear (laughs) (laughs) 
Seriously, I just that got big some. dick energy. I know. I just got some and I tried them. Okay, on where did you get them from? Abercrombie, you yes, said? Yes. Okay. And like they're like trending all over TikTok, of course. And I'm okay, a sucker. So what pair was it that you got? Um, it was the nineties relax like baggy. baggy. Okay, so I just baby. got a pair of the nineties. I wonder if it's the same kind. Did you size up or did you get your regular size? No, I did 25, which is my normal size. Well, I'm between 24 and 25, but like I did longs and they are so long, Whitney. Okay, that's so weird because I did the regular and they're like short, but like, well, they're perfect with flats, but I could not wear heels. Yeah. So I used to do the regular, but then they got too short. And now like the longs, like I swear something is off on their sizing. I usually love their denim, but I tried them on and I'm like, it looks like I I am packing here. Like this is not (laughs) hot. I don't care. I know it's a trend and like, some girls wear it so well though, I feel like, and then I try to do it and I'm like, no, like my new year's outfit. Like I love those jeans. They were the a gold day ones with the the cross waistband and they're so cute. And I sized up and wearing them. I'm like, I just look frumpy. It's just not working for me here. We're here to say that we cannot pull like something like, (laughs) Oh, you can pull everything off. It's like, no, really. We we no, really. There's some things that I just, yeah, Mm -hmm. it just doesn't work. And like, even the cargoes, I feel like I just, I have one. Well, no, I have two pairs and finding like the right length in those is difficult too. I feel like. Yes. I struggle with cargoes, the parachute pants that like, those are okay. I, again, like I see like these girls wearing them on IG and stuff. And maybe it's like how they're positioned in a photo. Like they look cute, but then in real life, I seriously feel like I'm wearing a parachute. Literally. Well, okay. So have you ever seen the target ones that are like pink or black? Yes. Okay. I tried those on and I'm like, it looks like this thing is eating me. Sorry. I just put food in my mouth. (laughs) She's eating a pop tart. I'm eating a pop tart, but yeah, it literally looked like the pants were swallowing me. And those are so freaking long, like freakishly long. Well, I guess if you ever fall off a building, you have a parachute. (laughs) I guess that's a pro. That's the silver lining. Silver linings. We love to find those. So yeah, I'm excited for Nashville and I'm going to just kids send me pics you can snap me (laughs) oh we're still working on Whitney getting snapped you guys once she gets it we will put it in her bio like I will be like a cool girl throwing it in my bio like add me on snap (laughs) here's my snapchat she would die okay so should we get nudes (laughs) then the nudes should we get into our topic for today it is it's a love bombing okay we are gonna do we're kind of going to like talk about like the toxic and healthy love. Yeah. So, and we, we kind of have touched maybe a little on this, but I feel like the term love bombing, you're kind of seeing it a lot, hearing it a lot. And it's always been around, but I think they just kind of put like a name on There's it. There's been, yeah, some terminology put with Yeah. That. So have you heard, okay, now I can't remember what the term is. Speaking of it's not go, I want to say it's called zombie. Oh, I, yeah, we, yeah. I thought I sent you that TikTok zombie. Yeah. I just saw this too. Somebody was talking about it on IG. So instead of getting ghosted, basically what it is, is you'll be talking to somebody, they'll ghost you, but then like a month or two later, they'll come Come back. back from the dead. 
So it's called Zombied. Yeah, which I love it. Wish I knew that. That's a great terminology. So essentially, we want to kind of start off with love bombing and kind of talk about our experiences and hopefully try to educate you guys and help you guys and avoid it. The the good and the bad. Good and the bad. So what is love bombing, Whitney? Well, my view, we should have looked up some statistics and like professional Uh definitions before we did this. But to me, love bombing is when a guy just comes in and he's like so extra and like extravagant with everything and like just nonstop communication, like texting all day, calling all day, like extravagant gifts, extravagant dates. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like there's a borderline here too. Like if a guy wants to take you on extravagant dates or like buy you extravagant things, that's not necessarily love bombing. I feel like it's when, when it's in excess. And it's right away. So I think like, yeah, like right away in the beginning, like off the bat therapist and psychologist will say it's usually within the first two to three months is kind of yeah. where or like right away and it kind of lasts for a few months yeah two to yeah. three months so for instance you met this guy you went on one or two dates and he is saying I love you you're my soulmate you're my everything and you're like dude we literally just met like you don't even know my middle name and yeah. that's kind of a red flag to look for. And it's it's a form of manipulation, really. And I think that there are men and women that do it. But I think people don't even sometimes I don't think people intentionally know they're doing it. Right. They're just like they're that's just how they are, which is different because it's like when somebody's love bombing, I feel like there is a reason why they're doing it and it's a sort of it's a manipulation tactic so yeah i think there's like three stages i had read about on it so it's like there's one stages three not stages but three different kind of types of love bombing so there's like love bombing where people don't realize they're doing it and it's kind of like in an innocent way right like they're just excited and they've been wanting this so much and they want to make it work so yeah they they're just giving you everything they can because they want true love and they just want it so that's kind of like the innocent one and then there is the manipulation kind of narcissist side yeah they know they're doing it it's it's thought out it's it's tasked out in their head yeah it's an unhealthy yes yep way to like lure you in basically Mm -hmm. yeah and then there's like the third way is subconsciously kind of maybe the innocent way but they have a like insecure attachment disorder which is a whole nother subject for us but yeah they maybe have some trauma and that's kind of why they're doing it and so it's still unhealthy but have you ever been love bombed with? I feel like I have. So this was like way back. Oh my God. Like early twenties, probably. I was dating this guy and he was honestly such a douchebag. I remember this was in college. (laughs) One of my friends hated him so bad. She was like driving us home after a party. And mind you, I dated this guy for like maybe a month. We were never like officially dating or anything. 
And she hated him so much. He passed out in her back seat because we were going into Perkins and she like slammed. Oh my God. No. Into the door. What? Didn't get hurt. Everything. Everyone was fine. But, but anyways, (laughs) his love bombing. So this was around like holiday time. And for Christmas, he bought me a diamond bracelet. Why? And like, he always wanted to be with me and like i'm like no i'm like doing my thing with my friends so he would show up where i was and it just got like really weird and the whole like diamond bracelet thing i thought was like very excessive and the difference here is like we had only known each other maybe a month at this point like if you and your boyfriend have been dating for like a year and he buys you a diamond bracelet it's completely different it is different yeah it's that it's just remember it's between like day one to like two to three months. And then yeah. after that kind of honeymoon stage or that love yeah. bond, when bond. C- the comfortability sets yes, in, then they, yeah, they quit doing it. And so right. that is the whole thing we're getting at. So, you know, they're giving you all this attention. They're wanting your attention. Yeah. Saying all this sweet stuff. Like and, going above and beyond. Like yep. it's almost this feeling of like, you're overwhelmed and it's something that you've never felt and like sometimes it can feel great it's like whoa this person loves me or they're so obsessed with me but at the same time it kind of gets to a point where it just feels icky yeah if that makes sense well and then what happens is they stop after two three months and a flip kind of switches and then if they're being a narcissist about it or they have you know a bad trauma bond trait or something, then they'll manipulate you and be like, well, it's your fault. Your fault. Yes. You you are why you're no longer getting these extravagant gifts or vacations or whatever. Or if you did this, this, and this, maybe I would message you back more. Yeah. And so then it really messes with your mind and makes you insecure. I'm busy. Why are you being so insecure? Like, absolutely. And I am... Yeah. Like there, there's just, you have to just truly be aware of it because obviously when everyone starts a new relationship, you're excited. There's like that passion, that spark. You're like, oh my gosh. When you're getting to know somebody. So it's like, is this who they are? Like, is this normal? And they introduce you to this as this is their normal. So it's like so confusing then when, you know, the rug is pulled out from under you and what they were giving you is no longer there. Yeah. And I agree. And then you're confused. You're like, right. What the fuck? Like I right. thought I was well, getting this other guy or girl. Yeah. Like who is this, this person? This is it's, not what I signed up for. It is like black and white. And so it's just truly important. And another thing that like they said, just doing some reading and research on this is they might try to kind of slowly pull you away from your friends. Yeah. Your family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's kind of another thing, or they don't really have any other close relationships in their life, which is something like to be so mindful of too, when you meet somebody like who are their close friends? Like, are they introducing you to people? Like, are they talking about their close friends or family? Cause that's something like just reflecting on dating before I entered the dating world again. That's something that I reflected back on and made a mental note to myself. That is something that I need to be mindful of moving forward because I feel like a relationship 
with a person's friends and family tells you a lot about who they are and how they grew up and like what's normal and what's not to them. Absolutely. Yeah. And listen to your gut, because if your gut is telling you something is funny or something's not right. Yeah. It's like your, what is it? Your North star? Is that what it's called? I don't know. I, I always say like, well, your gut and then your third eye, you know, they talk about your. Yeah. Is that eye. what I'm thinking of? Your third, third eye. Third That's eye. up here though, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. What like the I'm pointing between my eyebrows. Yeah. They can't see you, Whitney. <laughs> right. I can't see her. She's pointing between her eyebrows. So, I mean, once have I'm you the- ever been love bombed? What's um, your experience? Yeah. I mean, I have, and I feel like it was a situation where right away they were like obsessed and wanting to spend all their time with me and be around me. And, you know, obviously I am someone words of affirmation is a love language of me. So I think someone like me can easily be loved Yes, because of that reason. And like, I feel like those people look for like strengths in somebody that they lack. So like, typically it's like somebody who's lovable, who has lots of friends and has a lot going for them. Those are the kind of people that they latch on to. Absolutely. And like sending messages like, oh, I think I found my person and all that, you know, yeah, easily you can kind of be like, oh my gosh, you know, like, right. Or they're, they're agree with everything you say. So they kind of mold into you because they want you to think like, this is a perfect match. And that's what you think in your head and believe. So yeah. And that is something I'm a little leery about getting into, you know, the dating world again and stuff. I feel like I'm so much more educated and aware than I was when I was younger. Experience, baby. Yeah. I feel like I will be a little bit more exclusive and, you know, just cautious and picky about who I let into my life because you have to be. Time is valuable. Time is so valuable. We don't want to be giving our time to shitty men. No. And I feel like I hear this happens. I, yeah, no, thank you. Goodbye. And I feel like I hear this a lot. Like, I had a girlfriend who I recently just got really close to. She last summer totally got love bombed. And at the time, I don't think she recognized it. And I don't even think I did as an outsider looking in. But then after a few months, I was like, oh my gosh. So, I mean, it's so easy, but like, again, just a totally different person from the first two, three months to where they were. Yeah. Then and a lot of times, like the relationships lead to like, I mean, if it builds into a relationship, if you don't pick up on it, it turns into like such a toxic situation. Yeah. Like a lot of times there's some sort of like either physical or emotional abuse. Yep. So she, she did like break away from that situation, but now I think she can recognize and look back like that wasn't who he was. Yeah. And you kind of like romantize. God. Yeah, you romantize and like just kind of go back to who that person was. And you're like, well, they were this person in the beginning. Right. And, and you, you kind of that's who you want back so mm-hmm. badly. So it's like you yeah. do everything in your power to yeah. get it back there. And it's honestly never gonna go back there. 
So then it kind of goes back to, you know, everyone gives, not everyone, but most of the time when you start a new relationship, everyone's trying to give a hundred percent, right? They're giving their right. best. They're on their help. best behavior. Yep. And they're, even if they're doing it not intentionally, like they don't realize they're doing it, that's kind of right. what most people do. Right. So you kind of got to think about like, if they're giving me a hundred percent right now, what would 50% be? Like, am I okay with what 50% is or 70% or 80% or whatever it is? Have some real expectations. Like, think about that. Because, and, you know, we're not Raz and no one's 100% all the time. Right. Um, And relationships have their flows. flows. Yes. But we don't want toxic love. No. No, we don't. We, We all deserve so much more than that. And I mean... If you are experiencing that, honestly, run. Run for the hills, ladies and gentlemen. Run. And (laughs) women are just as guilty as it. It's not just men. We are not just razzing men right now. It is women can do it too. Women can be toxic too. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. We we have seen it with our eyes. So Yes, we have. And now let's go on to like some healthy love. Yes. Healthy. Let's, let's flip the switch and go to the positive side of things. Yeah. So Whitney and I thought this would be really fun. We want to, I don't know. I just think it's fun to like, we, we have these like talks. We try to, we talk on the phone like almost every day and we talk for hours about absolutely whatever, which is great. But I want to hear Whitney's. I told her, I'm like, I want to hear your perfect day date into a night date, like your perfect date, what that would entail. Give me some details. Oh, geez. Juicy about it. Like a day date into a night date or like a day date and a night date? No, like like, I think we should do like a day date, like what you'd start with. Like, let's say he picks up like. So I'm like on The Bachelor right now. (laughs) Yeah. Like what's your and yeah, give me some like juicy things with it. Okay. Ideal day date. Oh my goodness. I don't even know. I honestly don't even know if I've really ever been on a day date. Have you? Yeah, for sure. You have? I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like typically my first dates are like dinner, drinks, that kind of stuff, just because are we talking about just like ideal date or is this a first date? Let's do just like a beginning it like newly relationship dates. So okay. first, second, third. First, second, third. One time this I'm was randomly out in Arizona and this guy, he was like talking to me and my friend that I was with. Yeah. And he found me on social media and he was like, gonna fly here. Oh my gosh. To take me on a date and like kept messaging me. Like finally I had to block him. I'm like, this is getting <sighs> creepy. So that's why I'm asking. I'm like, is this a first date or is this like we've been chatting for a little bit? Because Um, I personally like for a first date, I want it to be like maybe two, two and a half hours max if I'm feeling you. But I need an escape if I'm not feeling it. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's do first date right now. Okay. What is Whitney's ideal first date? Like if you were... Not something you've been on, but just what you would want to do. Yeah. My ideal first date is honestly just like take me to for drinks at like a cool spot. 
or like take me somewhere that I've never been that you love or something along those lines. Like, I feel like the first date should just be about like, if we're vibing, if there's something here, yeah, you know, it's like, I don't want it to be anything like, I don't want to be with you for like five hours. No, because what if you're not into the, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So somewhere. How about you? Yeah, I would say, you know, two, three, four hours is probably max. Yeah, like a swing. Four hours, that's a long time. Oh, is it? I'm a talker, though, if I'm vibing. Yeah, yeah. I I just don't want to be stuck somewhere. Like, if you're taking me on a boat, I don't want to be stuck on a boat with you for, like, an afternoon if I think you're annoying as shit, you know? Like, murder you and throw you off the boat. Yeah, I mean, so we, that's, that's a bad first date. That's don't why go, you share your location with your friends. Don't go on a boat with them. <laughs> yeah, do not go on a boat um, for a first date. We don't recommend that. I would do, I, I'm i all about the atmosphere. So I think like kind of a swanky little like bar, something that is kind of quiet. Like a speakeasy kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, quiet, you know, have some appetizers. I don't want like a huge meal or anything because yeah I feel like like... eating on a first date is always so awkward I don't know what it is but I feel like I have such like this weird thing with eating around people it makes me so uncomfortable well if you're like talking and asking questions you can't even like eat then because you're right and it's like do I have food in my tea yeah I'm so Buffalo Wild Wings. I really want to eat right now you know (laughs) Buffalo Wild Wings. There's just so many things at play (laughs) I, yeah, it's just too much. I mean, like a little app and maybe like some cocktails and I'm not like a huge, like, what do they call? Okay. So I've never been on a first date like this, but I think like if things were vibing good and you wanted to like laugh together and like let loose a little bit, those dueling pianos are kind of fun. Oh yeah. I've been to them, but with girlfriends, cause like you can laugh and kind of see if you yeah. got- the same things are funny and yeah, stuff. they're really fun. And yeah, honestly, if you fun. haven't seen them, I highly suggest them. Yeah, they're they're a good time. And usually, yeah. like in bigger cities, they have them. Um, yeah, nothing around here, obviously. But <laughs> so that would probably be like my ideal first. So I feel like we're on, on the same page as far probably as that. Like, like people. So, so this one girl I know, she went in like honestly a private jet with this guy. Mm-hmm. Flew to Shut up. Minneapolis. Shut up. And I'm like, why would you do that? What if he's a serial killer? Well, I guess there's a pilot. So he's probably yeah, not going to kill like, her. What if he's crazy and you end up stuck in this city? That's true. Did did they work out or was he crazy? No. Oh, shit. no. I mean, he wasn't crazy. She's still alive and stuff. But like, I just <laughs> like that. Thank goodness. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I mean, I don't think that that would be my vibe for first date. Oh yeah. That would be, that would be, I mean, again, if you, we're gonna, we're gonna kind of backtrack on that because if you know the guy, like he's a friend of a friend, yeah, then I feel a like random person yeah, you met on the internet, don't get on a plane yeah don't get on a boat or go down like a dark alley (laughs) don't go basically don't go anywhere with public place yes place and share your location so what would be your ideal like 
second, like what's a good day date? Like what would you okay, do? I day? feel like you don't want to drink and go to a bar. I feel like a like a good day date or like second third date is like doing an activity. And I told Spencer this too when oh, yeah. he was like looking to plan his second date with China. But I I feel like doing something outdoors or like outside, like I mean, take me on a picnic. Let's go biking. We could even like bike to a brewery or something or like bike to the lake for the day or, you know, just something like that where it's more physical activity. Because at least for me personally, it's like I don't want to spend every like first, second, third date with you sitting in a bar yeah. or a restaurant. You know what I mean? And I yeah. feel like you get to know more of somebody's like personality and characteristics doing different sorts of things. Mini golf. <laughs> mini golf. I mean, I suck at mini golf, but like, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Those are all great ideas doing, or I mean, some like guys do things. like to shop. You could. Uh, do we love shopping. Yeah. A little shopping at the mall. You could do just like a brunch. Yeah. Go on a walk. Yeah. Do the day backwards. We love a brunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's. Yeah. That would be a really good date. We should bike to brunch. Bike to coffee. Bike to coffee. I don't like coffee though. I know you don't. I'll take my energy drink. There you go. You could have a smoothie. It's now time for the question roundup. Okay, wait. So those were like great ideas for day dates and first dates. I think right. I would love to go on any of those. Seriously, same. Well, and just a few others that I was thinking of too. If you're like a little bit deeper into a relationship, I mean, I feel like after you've known somebody for like a couple months, or I love going to like a comedian. Oh yeah, that's that's always fun. that's always fun. I've been to. I want to say I went to a concert for it was maybe like a third or fourth date, and that was so much fun. Like wineries are always good, breweries, that kind of stuff, just to mix it up so you're not always going to, you know, just like a bar or a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Or like cooking. If this is like maybe cooking class, cooking class or something like that. I'm not a movie person, so I probably would never do a movie. I'm honestly not a big cooking person either, but like I think it could be fun to learn something together. Yeah. And just get like a new or, or both try something completely together. So like, let's say you've Neither of you have snowboarded if it's the winner. Yeah. You're both going to go snowboard. Watch me break my leg. <laughs> <laughs> Do not break any bones. That would be a bad date. Yeah. I feel like that could be frustrating for me too. Super frustrating. Like, yeah. But yeah, th- so those are some good ideas just to, to mix things up. Those are great ideas. Of, or bored of just, you know, the the mundane date ideas. And Should then we go like, on to the question. Yeah, we have some really good questions. We have this is a great episode. We have some good questions. Good questions. Oh. Okay. Question number one. Let's do it. Okay. Question number one. How do you handle rejection? Womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do we have a sound effect we can put in there? Womp, womp, womp. Perfect Reject- timing for that. Yeah. Rejection. Okay. So so right away say, say the quote yeah it's not Re- rejection right it's, it's re- redirection. redirection yes we're making t-shirts 
Yeah, literally, that is such a quote to live by, I feel like. Place your order now <laughs> for your shirt. For the merch. So I would say if it's because everyone has the right to say they're not interested or especially the first, second date, you're obviously getting to know someone. So if the chemistry right. vibe is not there, you can't be too butthurt about them saying like, Hey, I'm not feeling this, but there's a proper way to do it. And instead of ghosting them or just zombieing, zombieing them, just be mature adults. Yeah. And I feel like if you're dating and putting yourself out there, you should be in a place where you're capable of telling somebody you're not interested. Like, I just like seriously hate when people think it's okay to ghost somebody. It's like, how old are we? It's just so immature. And I feel like if you get ghosted by somebody, like be grateful because that person has other issues that you would have experienced down the road. Yep. They're clearly assholes or struggling with something. Either way, send them. If you get a message and you went on a two dates with this guy or girl and she says, he says, hey, it was really nice to go on a date with you, but I wish you the best. I just didn't really feel a connection with you. That is like a nice, proper way to let someone know. Yeah, I wouldn't respect say that, that. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's rejection because that person was honest, giving your honest opinion. They didn't like lead you on for months and months right. and months. Well, and, and chances so, are, if you look at the situation too, there were some things that you weren't feeling as well. Like, yeah, I feel like you, there's a connection, like you're both feeling it or you're both not feeling it. Yeah, so, and it's a blessing in disguise. Yeah, there's something better for you out there. And I mean, not even when it comes to dating, but just life in general. And I have been reminding myself of this all freaking week that everything happens for a reason. Yeah, that it is so true. And if you've been dating someone for a while and you're serious and you break up and you want to say that's rejection, we have an episode on how to handle a breakup. So you'll have to find that one. Yeah, I one. feel like, is that episode three I or think four? So. Maybe? Yeah. And I, I think our best advice that we could give you is if you're feeling rejected, just to level yourself up, know that it's not necessarily a you problem. It's a them problem. And what do you need to do to like love yourself more and dive back into your hobbies, your interests, your friends? Right. Um, yeah. Lean on your friends for sure. And the love that you're putting into them in your relationship, put that into yourself. Yeah. I and will do, do some reflection and find out where, you know, you could have done better too and apply that when you move forward in dating again. Someone better is coming around the corner. Exactly. Have the faith. Have the faith. Okay, so we have that one. And then what's our second question? Okay. How many times a week do you think couples should be having sex? Mm. So we looked this one up too, just to mm. see. We like statistics. We we like statistics and just to see like what this the average is. So we found that, okay, experts say that one time a week is a common baseline for 40 to 50-year-olds, and then two times a week is a common baseline for 20 to 30-year-olds. What about 30 to 40, like one, one and a half? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so 
What was the 30 to 40? What did they say? There, there is no 30 to 40. Oh. 20 to 30 is two times. And then 40 to 50 is one time. So 30 to 40 is probably one and a half, whatever that means. Okay. I'm going to play. Do you think that's normal? Or what do you personally? So that's a statistic. That's a statistic. Like, I think every relationship is different, honestly. And I feel like it also depends on where you're at in your relationship. You know, like, I feel like a couple that has been married for 20 years may not be having sex as much as a couple that has been dating for six months. I agree. I agree. So that's kind of why I wonder, like, what... Like, I feel like I always want more information when we share these statistics of like, who was surveyed? Where were they at in their relationship? And yeah, so I personally feel like sex is super important in your relationship. And yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to be having sex with my person when I've been married with, for him for 20 years or with them. Right. Um, That's just my vibe. And for me, I think a healthy amount is what feels good for you and your partner. And you both feel like you're getting your needs met. Right. You don't communicate that. But I would say like for the people I know and myself, probably like two to three times is probably normal. Like a week. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like more of like somewhere between like two and four. Like I'm honestly kind of surprised, but that's kind of why I wonder who was surveyed yeah, here. You exactly. Know? So, and again, like depending on different situations, right. like if you don't yeah. live in the same town or whatever right. or not, but you might just get it out five times in a weekend if that's how it goes. <laughs> hey, to each their own. It is, it is what it is. And like, it's, and it's whatever works for you and makes both of you happy in the relationship. And what works for one couple might not work for another. And yeah. that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've ever met a couple that are intimate every single day. No. And like, I feel like, ouch. Yeah. That would, ouch. You know, right. it's like eventually it's like. <laughs> like brushing your teeth every day. Every day. <laughs> it's like just part of the routine. It's like, and it's like, I would never want it to get to that point either where it's like, it's just part of your daily routine where it's more of a chore than an enjoyment. Okay. So now that we're talking about yeah, daily routine, (laughs) what about scheduling out sex? Because people do that. People do the Google calendar and they schedule it out. Yeah. Which if, Hey, if that works for them, cool. But like, that is not something that I could personally do. It's like a task then. And it takes, it's like on the to-do list and it takes the fun out of it. Excitement. Yeah, I agree. And I know like some couples will say, well, we have kids and we have busy jobs. And like, I do think that's cool. They're making a priority and they're trying to like put it in their schedule. But truly, if you are that busy that you have to schedule it out and put it in your Google calendar, it has to alert you to remind you like, yeah, that's the only time that I feel like that actually makes sense is if you are like going through like in whatever of some kind where it's like there are certain times that you like have to, then I get it. Then I mean, I would probably be putting it on my calendar too. But otherwise, it's like I like more like what's word sporadic 
yeah natural yeah just whenever it happens exactly and the in vitro thing because I have had girlfriends have to go through that like they it's like sometimes too like your body temperature like to the hour yeah. like we have this time frame which that's like we gotta go it's like we gotta go now it's time now yeah people that are doing that they will say it seems like a chore yeah so it, it gets to be like a job i know i've i've heard that too yeah and it's not even takes the fun away but oh yeah that's so yeah, heavy. that's heavy stuff right there getting into that topic. You might be if you're like rabbits and you're doing it every day all day, good for you. Yeah, good for you. Get it, girl. But otherwise, I think Whitney and I would probably agree like two to four times is yeah. probably pretty average normal. And then on the flip side, there are people that it's like anniversary only birthday you know holidays which yeah which is so which then I kind of feel like maybe you might have some intimacy issues that you need to resolve and visit about or relationship issues so right well oh my goodness I just swallowed wrong (laughs) she's obviously like help her yeah we're not like therapists or anything but yeah I feel like if there's got to be other issues going on in the relationship causing you not to connect on that level if it's only on like a birthday or a holiday. I feel like I could be a therapist. You probably could be. <laughs> I feel At like it's like gone, a relationship or like I've lo- gone can- to enough therapist and I feel like I've researched enough Should stuff. Should we just like set up a phone line that people can call in for an episode and like ask us questions? What if nobody calls? I, <laughs> I am some of you might know this, but I am, I've been a hairstylist for 12 years and I also do lashes. So I'm a hair therapist. I've heard it all. And I feel like that's kind of what, you know, I do, but I don't do, I don't, I feel like my hairstylist is also my therapist. She's actually the one that I was with when I found out like my ex was cheating. She (laughs) was the one that helped me figure it out. We love her for that. We love her. We love I her know. so much. Hi, I Laura. Know. Hi. I have to keep so many secrets of clients and such that, I mean, just out of respect, I don't sign a non-confident. Like, I'm not there's a no NDAs. There, there's no nothing. <laughs> but, you know, obviously it's like they will spill the tea to you and they will yeah. talk, which I, I do love that, that they feel comfortable and you know, they trust me and they value my opinion and stuff and I, they want Well, help. I feel like your hairstylist is somebody you get to know so well too, because you do spend a lot of time with him. My hairstylist I've known since like eighth grade. So we grew oh up gosh. like childhood friends too. So it's a little bit different, but like yeah. still, I mean, it's, she always says too, she's like, some days I feel like I'm a therapist. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do want to say this about to the sex thing. So if you are a girl or female or male and you feel like maybe you have a low sex drive because we don't want to ever make anyone feel like oh i'm not having sex two to three times a week with my partner yeah make sure you get your hormones different yeah and your hormones checked out it might not even be a relationship thing it might be like your hormones are off and too low And again, we're not doctors, but that is something that I... What is that? Is that called your libido? Yeah, your libido. So your testosterone levels, women have that too, testosterone. So if those are low, that will throw your sex drive off. Or if you're just tired all the time and such. So 
get that checked out because that is really important and your hormones play a part, obviously. And yeah. And I feel like in every aspect of life, hormones just play such a role. Yeah. So that, that was a great question. Yeah. Keep the questions coming, guys. All right. Well, I that's think all we have. we have for you guys. Have a great week. Thank you for and listening with us. Yes. And we will see you next week. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. See you next week. <laughs> Until next week. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.